the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hope Ministries. Here's Pastor Rick Warren. How do you let the Holy Spirit change an emotion that's hurting you and hurting other people in your life? Number one, every single day, I don't get out of bed. My feet don't touch the ground without me saying, Holy Spirit, fill me today. I need your spirit in my life because it's not by might nor my power, but by my spirit, I'm going to be able to manage my moods and my emotions today. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in a series called Transformed. In these lessons, Rick uncovers key principles found in God's Word that will completely transform our lives from the inside out in every area, including spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational, financial, and vocational. Now, if you can improve in any of the areas I just mentioned, stay with us, because in just a few moments, we're going to let you know how you can have your very own transformed study kit from Pastor Rick which includes a seven-session DVD and workbook. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen. If you want, you can just text the word DAILY to 99000 to find out more. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part three of a message called How to Deal with How You Feel. David, who wrote many of the Psalms, often asks God to challenge his emotions. Now, that's pretty smart, since God understands you better than you do. God knows what you're feeling even when you don't know it. And God knows what triggered it even when you don't know what triggered that emotion. And so if you say, God, I don't know what I'm feeling, and I don't know where it came from, but I need your help, that's a good thing to do. David often asked God to evaluate his feelings. And since God is impartial, God can help you out. Look at this verse on the screen. The Bible says in Psalm 26, 2, Lord, cross-examine me. Test my motives and my affections. What are your affections? They're your emotions. Test my motives and, and my feelings, what I feel, what I, my affectations, my, my emotions. So you ask God to help you evaluate it. But let me give you another one that's even more personal. Get a friend to help you. And that is sometimes it's best to have a friend who can challenge what you're feeling. Now, you've got to have a pretty close friend to do that. Have you given anybody in your life the permission to challenge your feelings? Or does everybody just have to be a yes man or yes woman to you? That if you feel a certain way, there's no room for, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? That's a correct understanding. A true friend is somebody you give permission to say, are you sure about that? They get, you give them the ability to challenge your emotion and say, you know, Rick, I don't, think you're, I don't think you're thinking correctly right now. I don't think what you're feeling is actually true. 
Job had a friend like that. His name was Eliphaz. And in Job 15, verse 12, Eliphaz asked Job, why has your heart carried you away? And why do your eyes flash? Now, that's a poetic way of saying, how come you've run off the deep end and why do you get so angry? Do you have anybody who can ask you that question? And you wouldn't get mad at them? That you, you know they're doing it out of love? You need partners in your life. You need not only a small group, that's a good place to find them, but you need a spiritual partner. Not a lot, just one person who you've given the right to challenge what you're feeling and say, and you know what, I don't think you're thinking correctly. That's not right. Why are you, why are you going off the deep end on this? And why are you getting so angry about it? Give somebody that permission. Now let me give you three questions to ask about your own emotions when you're trying to figure out how to deal with how I feel, okay? So let's say you're going, let's say you're angry or you're upset or you're irritated or you're frustrated or you're depressed or, or whatever. You ask these three questions. Number one, what's the real reason, the real reason that I'm feeling this? And that goes back to what we were talking earlier. You know, maybe it's fear. Maybe it's worry. Maybe it's hooked into something that your dad said to you years and years and years ago. And when your husband said it to you, all of a sudden, boy, he gets all the wrath that you'd pent up against your dad. Or vice versa. What's the real reason I'm feeling this? Second question. Ask yourself, is it true? Is what I'm feeling right now true? There's a, a point where Elijah in the Bible gets so down, discouraged, depressed, and he comes crying to God and he's complaining. He says, God, I'm the only one in the entire nation of Israel left serving you. And God challenges us, are you kidding me? I got all these people who still serve me. Why, why are you asking, acting like this? You're acting like you're the only one trying to do the right thing in the whole world? No, that's not true. So what's the real reason I feel this way? And in that case, he was tired. And uh, is it true? In that case, it wasn't true. Then the third question, this is really important. Is what I'm feeling helping me or hurting me? Sometimes this is the simplest thing to changing an emotion by simply saying, is what I'm feeling right now going to help me get what I want to get? Or is it actually going to hinder me getting for what I get? In other words, will I get what I want by continuing to feel this way? A lot of feelings that we have feel natural, but they're actually self-defeating. For instance, let's say you go in and you sit down at a, a restaurant and the service is slow, and I mean it's slow. And you're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're waiting and waiting to be served. And then a couple comes in like 15 minutes after you and sits down, and then they get their meal before you do. And you look at your wife, you're going, are you seeing this? You watching this here? And, and you're starting to get a little irritated, and all of a sudden you feel an emotion welling up inside of you. Now, you go, what's the real reason I'm feeling this? I'm hungry. Okay. Okay. Uh, is it true? Yeah, it's true. I'm frustrated because the service is slow here. So that one is particularly true. But then, is it helping or is it hurting? Okay, question. Do you get better service by getting angry at a waitress? No, absolutely not. 
And so, get it, you know, it feels good to get angry. It's like, how come this place, blah, 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 blah. You may feel better, but you just got worse service. You don't get it. It's usually the exact opposite of what you want. Driving to services uh, today, I had the radio on, and I was hearing one of the chief of police, I think it was chief of police in Long Beach, and he was saying, he was teaching, he said, we, we teach our, our, uh, our cops in a crisis, you lower your voice, not raise it. Well, naturally, in a crisis, you want to raise your voice. <laughs> and, and he said, no, no, what's that? That's just going to escalate the problem. Escalate it. So you ask yourself, is this emotion actually getting me where I want to go? So let's say you want to change your husband or your kids or your wife or, or somebody who works with you. Does nagging work? Has it ever worked anywhere? Let me ask you this. Does nagging work on you? When somebody comes and tells you all the things that you're doing wrong, doesn't that just make you want to change No, no, all it does is make you defensive. So you need to ask yourself, I know I'm frustrated right now with this person in my life, but is expressing my frustration to them gonna actually make the change and I'm gonna get what I want out of this? No, it is not. That's called managing your emotions. You've got to name it, Here's, here's what I'm feeling, and here's the trigger, and then you've got to challenge it. What's the real reason I feel this way? Is it true? Is it helping me or is it hurting me? And then the third thing you've got to do is you've got to tame it or change it. You've got to change it. You've got to make the change in the emotion that you want to make when you have that unwanted emotion. Now, as I said, last week we talked about managing your mind. This week we're talking about managing your heart. If you want to succeed in life, you must learn how to master your moods. And when you have a mood, when you have an emotion that isn't getting you where you want to get, you got two options. You either change it or you channel it. Change it or channel it. Let me talk to you about both of these things. Some emotions are so destructive, so damaging, so hurtful, so non-effective, the only attitude, only thing you can do is just change it. You got to change what you're feeling. Philippians 2.5 says this, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. So your attitude, that includes your emotions, what you're feeling, should be the same as that of Jesus. So you ask yourself, how would Jesus feel in this situation? Would Jesus get irritated with this waitress? No. Would Jesus be yelling at the person? No. Would Jesus be giving up, wringing his hands and worrying that it isn't all going to work out? No. Would Jesus be fearful? No. Would Jesus be uh, worried? No. So the bottom line on this one is, I instantly dismiss any feeling that doesn't make me more like Jesus. Your attitude should be the same as Jesus. So if I'm feeling an emotion, I've identified it, and I go, would Jesus have this emotion? No. Then that's not the way I should be responding to my wife right now. Because Jesus wouldn't respond that way. So I instantly dismiss any feeling. Jesus would not be prideful. Jesus would not be envious. Jesus would not be bitter. Jesus would not be enraged. 
I would instantly drop that attitude. But sometimes you can even take a negative emotion that you're feeling and rather than change it, you channel it. You channel it. What does that mean? You use it for good. For instance, let's say you have been the victim of injustice. You have experienced prejudice, maybe racial profiling. You have experienced unfairness in the classroom. Unfairness because you're a man or a woman or a different color from somebody else or whatever. Let's, but you've had something unfair in your life. And you naturally, the emotion's going to come up in you is anger. That's a legitimate response. Is my anger going to get me what I want? Probably not. But can my anger be used for good to help other people? Yes. And all of a sudden, you become a champion for justice because you know what it means to have experienced injustice. Does that make sense? And so you take a negative emotion, anger, and when you, when you use your anger for your benefit, that's selfish anger. That's a sin. When you use your anger for the benefit of other people, that's righteous anger. See, anger is not a sin. The Bible says in Scripture, be angry and sin not. It's what you do with that anger, and it's the reason you're angry that makes it either sin or not. You can get angry. If somebody hurt my wife and kids, I'd get angry. I would, because anger is sometimes an evidence of love. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. There's more great teaching coming up. And if you'd like to connect with Rick, just go to PastorRick.com and click on his social media links. While you're there, be sure to sign up for his free daily email devotional. And if you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has changed your life, you can email him at Rick at PastorRick.com. You know, the world is shouting for our attention. They're offering answers to our relationship struggles, solutions to our financial trouble, and explanations to our search for meaning. But the world's promises leave us empty and searching for more. God's Word contains the only answers that promise to transform your life from the inside out. That's why Pastor Rick has put together the Transformed Study Kit, which includes a leather-bound interactive workbook and a seven-session DVD. This powerful resource can be used independently or with a small group of friends to uncover key biblical principles that will completely transform your life in every area, including spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational, financial, and vocational. The Transformed Study Kit is yours when you support this broadcast ministry with a financial gift. Get yours right now by calling 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. Or go to PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick with two R's in the middle, dot com. Thanks so much for your support. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Once again, here's Rick. The Bible says in Scripture, be angry and sin not. It's what you do with that anger, and it's the reason you're angry that makes it either sin or not. You can get angry. If somebody hurt my wife and kids, I'd get angry. I would, because anger is sometimes an evidence of love. If you never get angry about anything, it means you're apathetic. It means you have no love in your life. Because if you love something or someone and somebody hurts them, you're going to get angry. That's the natural thing. Love gets angry. God gets angry. 
And the only reason you have the ability to get angry is because God gets angry. God gets angry at sin. God gets angry at evil. God gets angry when women are raped. God gets angry when children are molested. God gets angry when people are abused and misused and injustice. And so you could take a negative emotion and you can use it in a positive way. Let me give you another example. Many of you have wanted to be married and it just didn't happen. And your love has been blocked to date. Some of you have, are married and you've wanted to have children and it hasn't happened. And your love has been blocked to date. What do you do with a blocked love? Do you pull yourself back into a prison, lock the door, pull up the drawbridge, fill the moat with alligators and say, I'm never going to let anybody hurt me again? No. What do you do? What do you do with a blocked love? You rechannel it. Maybe you didn't get to love the person you wanted to love, but the world is full of people who need your love. Maybe you didn't get to have the children you wanted to have, but there's 137 million orphans in the world. And there are children on your street who need your love. You rechannel a blocked love. You use it for good. You don't stew in your hurt. You use it for good. If you don't change the emotion, you channel the emotion. And you use it for good. When Matthew died, I entered into the most deep possible grief you could imagine. I'm still not out of it. And I cry every day for the death of my son and the loss of his life. But I decided from the first moment that I was going to channel that grief for good. And that I would use my pain to help other people. And Kay did too. And we have been doing it. Because I'm not about to waste a hurt. I'm not about to waste any pain that I go through. If I'm going to have it, I'm going to use it for good. What pain in your life are you using for good? Maybe you have been in so much pain, you didn't even want to talk about it. Then you need to learn to manage your emotions. You need to name it, you need to challenge it, and then you need to channel it if you're not going to change it. And use it for good. And God can use it in your life. Your greatest ministry could come out of your deepest pain. Your greatest ministry will not come out of your strengths and successes. You do your strengths and successes, people just go, well, goody for you. You're good at it. But if it comes out of your pain, then it could help others. So you change it or you channel it. Now, what about those ones that need changing? How do you tame a wild emotion? You, got, you say, I am a worrier and I cannot stop worrying. And I can't stop that emotion. I just worry, 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 worry. I am a perfectionist and I can't stop it. I just criticize and judge and pick and nag. And I am lazy and I just tend to be lazy. I, I, all these emotions in my mind, fear, I'm a fearful person. Anger, I'm a naturally angry person and I lose my temper. I either blow up or I clam up and there are different kinds of, uh, you know, there's, the, there's Mount Vesuvius and there's the mute. 
And there's the martyr, poor me. There's lots of ways, but you, it's a problem in your life. How do you tame a wild emotion? Well, not by willpower. The Bible says this in Zechariah 4, 6. You will not succeed by your own strength or power. But by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty, Zechariah 4, 6. You don't change an emotion by willpower. I'm going to force this change emotion. It doesn't work that way. He says it's not by power. It's not by might. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. Well, how does that happen? How do you let the Holy Spirit change an emotion that's hurting you and hurting other people in your life? Let me give you two starter suggestions. Number one, every day ask God to fill me with his spirit. Every single day, I don't get out of bed. My feet don't touch the ground without me saying, Holy Spirit, fill me today. I need your spirit in my life because it's not by might nor my power, not willpower, but by my spirit, I'm going to be able to manage my moods and my emotions today. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Now, if you've missed any part of this broadcast, including portions we didn't have time for today, simply go to PastorRick.com and listen online anytime. Or download the Pastor Rick's Daily Hope podcast to your smartphone or tablet so you can listen on the go anywhere you are. Rick's going to be back in just a moment with a final word of encouragement, so please stay with us. You know, the world is shouting for our attention with answers to our relationship struggles, solutions to our financial troubles, and explanations to our search for meaning. But the world's promises leave us empty and searching for more. God's Word contains the only answers that promise to transform your life from the inside out. That's why Pastor Rick has put together the Transform Study Kit, which includes a leather-bound interactive workbook and a seven-video session DVD. The video sessions can be used independently or with a small group of friends. This kit will help uncover key biblical principles that will completely transform your life in every area including spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational, financial, and vocational. The Transform Study Kit is yours when you support this broadcast ministry with a financial gift. Call 800-600-5004 to get yours, or you can visit PastorRick.com. That's 1-800-600-5004 or PastorRick.com. Here's Pastor Rick with a closing thought. You know, here at Daily Hope, we use the Internet and podcasts and email and as many other different channels as possible to share God's hope and love with as many people as we can. Now, one of the ways that we use is by broadcasting on radio stations, just like the one you're listening to right now. Now, you may not know this, but purchasing radio airtime is a significant expense for our ministry. But we want to bring this teaching to you, and we believe you are worth it. Now, in order to be good stewards of the gifts that God has given to us, we're only able to continue on the air on stations where listeners, supporters, let us know that they're listening to the programs. That's why it's very important that you let us know the call letters and the city of your radio station when you give any kind of gift or support to Daily Hope. This is very important. Let us know your call letters and the name of the city that you're hearing this broadcast. Now, I realize 
that some of you can't afford to help us out financially. That's okay. We love you. We thank God for you. We want to minister and serve you. Everybody in the body of Christ has different gifts to share at different times in life. You can pray for us, and there will be others of you who can give generously so that God can continue to spread this message throughout the world. You need to know that Daily Hope is 100% funded by the daily gifts and offerings that you give with your generous support. You also need to know that I don't take any salary from Daily Hope. All of the gifts given to this broadcast go directly toward fulfilling our mission of reaching people with the certain hope that we can only find in Jesus. So I'm going to ask you to do something today. Will you pray for me? And will you pray for this Daily Hope ministry? Help us to reach every person in the world with the certain hope that only comes from believing and receiving Jesus Christ. You know, it's only by hearing the Word of God and by putting into practice that we discover and we fulfill the purposes God has for each of our lives. So I want to just say thank you. Thank you so much for your financial support that you're able to give whenever you're able to give it. And may God bless your generosity. Be sure to join us again next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and your generous financial support. Hi, Don Crow here for WAVA and Preborn. Did you know that your one-time gift of just... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.